Welcome to our look at Mark chapter 11 in Daily Drive Time Devotions, day 2, verses 1 to 11 today. As I talked about yesterday, we're going to walk through this last week of Jesus' life day by day. And this is Sunday, the Sunday before the resurrection. And on this Sunday, Jesus enters Jerusalem as king. Listen to what happens in verses 1 to 11. As they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethphage and Bethany at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two of his disciples, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and just as you enter it, you will find a colt tied there, which no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you, Why are you doing this? Tell him, The Lord needs it, and we'll send it back here shortly. They went and found a colt outside in the street, tied at a doorway. As they untied it, some people standing there asked, What are you doing untying that colt? They answered as Jesus had told them to, and the people let them go. When they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their cloaks over it, he sat on it. Many people spread their cloaks on the road, while others spread branches they had cut in the fields. Those who went ahead and those who followed shouted, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the coming kingdom of our father David. Hosanna in the highest! Jesus entered Jerusalem and went to the temple. He looked around at everything, but since it was already late, he went out to Bethany with the twelve. Here is Jesus entering Jerusalem as the king. Now, before we look at what we learn about Jesus as king from these verses, I want you to notice just a couple of things. Notice that Jesus had prepared for this day. He said, go and find a colt in such and such a place and bring it to me. He'd prepared for this day. He knew it was coming. Notice also that the disciples were obedient for this day. They went and got the colt. They didn't know why. They didn't understand all that was going to happen that day, but they just did what Jesus asked them to do. That happens many times in life. Jesus asks you to do something. You're not sure why at the moment, and then, it, and then it comes clear later. Now, that later may not be until you get to heaven, but then it comes clear later. And I also want you to notice that there is some unknown friend that was crucial to this day. I don't know who it was that tied the cult there or exactly their name. We, we don't know that from the Scripture, but we do know that somebody cared enough about Jesus to let him use their cult on that day. And because they did, because they did, Jesus was able to, to ride into Jerusalem as the king, showing people the kind of king that he truly is. And as he entered Jerusalem, they recognized him as king. That's the meaning of the palm branches that were laid on the ground. It was a recognition of a king that was riding into the town. That's the meaning of all the hosannas. It was a, it was a welcome for a king. Now, you may be thinking, a king, if, if he's riding in as a king, why does he ride in on a donkey? I, wouldn't, I, I would have a great white horse or black horse, not a donkey. Here's why. If Jesus had ridden into Jerusalem on a horse, it would have said he was coming as a conquering king. But to get on a little tiny donkey, and it wasn't just a tiny donkey, it was the colt of a donkey. It was sort of like riding a German shepherd into town, a very small animal. Jesus is riding on this small animal, and in triumph he is showing that he is the king who is coming in peace. He's saying he's not only the king of kings, but he's also the prince of peace. And in saying that, he is fulfilling clearly a prophecy from the Old Testament. Zechariah 9.9 says this, Behold, your king who comes on the colt of a donkey. Jesus knew exactly what he was doing. He was picturing that he is the fulfillment of prophecy as he rode in Jerusalem on that day. Now, it's interesting, if Jesus had listened to his disciples' ambitions, to the people's ambitions for him, he would have ridden into Jerusalem on a horse triumphantly. 
But because he listened instead to God's will for him, he rode in to Jerusalem on a donkey, obediently. You know what it meant for him to ride in on a donkey? It meant that you and I get to see the heart of Jesus Christ. You see Jesus' heart as he rides on that donkey. Jesus had a humble and an obedient heart. What, what do you do when your heart is broken? What do you do when you don't know where to turn or who to turn to? Jesus Christ had a broken heart as he rode into Jerusalem. He had a broken heart for the people. He had a broken heart for what he was going to face that week. When you have a broken heart, you ask God for a humble and obedient heart. That's how Jesus responded to his broken heart. He humbly obeyed the Lord. He got on a donkey and he rode into Jerusalem. He didn't say, I'm not going there, it hurts too much. He didn't say, I'm going to take matters into my own hands and try to solve this myself. He had a humble heart and an obedient heart, and so he rode in on a donkey. When you look at Jesus on that donkey, you learn some things from this day in Jerusalem about the kind of life that God wants us to live. When you look at the crowd that day and the voice of the crowd, you also learn some things or challenged in some ways about the kind of life that God wants us to live. When I hear the voice of that crowd as Jesus is riding into Jerusalem shouting, Hosanna, it, it helps me to ask the question in my life, what is it that gets my attention? What's getting my attention? Is it the voice of the crowd or is it the voice of God? What gets your attention gets you. Now, all of us would like to say it's the voice of God that gets my attention, but the truth is, We've all got to face the fact in our lives that often the shout of the crowd is louder than the voice of God. God comes to us in whispers. God comes to us in a thought in our mind, a whisper in our heart. He says something to us through a friend. The shout of the crowd, it's always louder. And because of that, it's often what we're drawn to. In this case, the crowd was shouting out, Hosanna, which means save us now, Jesus. It was a demand. It wasn't just a praise. It was also a demand. We want you to save us right now. Now, what they wanted was for him to be their political savior and save them from Rome. But Jesus did not listen to that. He listened instead to the voice of God. And he shows us instead how to be humbly obedient to God. I see something else in the example of Jesus this day. And it is how you live in a day of spiritual triumph in your life. Jesus is coming into Jerusalem he has set his face to go to Jerusalem. He's decided to be there, and he comes in humbly. Jesus shows us how to have humility in the midst of fulfilling God's will in your life. This is a tremendously exciting day. Jerusalem, because of all the pilgrimage of all the people coming in to celebrate the Passover, it's swelled to a size of maybe half a million. Some people say a million. And many of these people are celebrating Jesus on that day. It's an incredible event. And on this day, Jesus doesn't stand up and say, look at me. He says instead, look at God. Look at the prophecy that God has given. On this day of great triumph, Jesus points to God. Now, in this case, Jesus is also God, but he's pointing to the will of God at work in his life. What about you? What about me? When we come to these days of triumph, when we come to these days of spiritual victory in our lives, do we say, look at me, or do we say, look at God? I'm not talking about any of this phony, uh, don't give me any credit for it, I'm going to give God all the credit, when really you're trying to be humble in a way that makes people notice you even more. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about what's going on in my heart, in your heart. 
when God works some great spiritual triumph in your life, is it a look at me day or is it a look at God day? If you look at all of God's servants down through history, they had the habit in their moments of greatest spiritual triumph of saying, look at God. Moses stands on the edge of the Red Sea. He's going to hold out this rod and the sea is going to be split in two. He could have said, hey, Israel, look at me. Look at what I'm going to do. But instead he says, stand and see the salvation of the Lord. Joseph in the book of Genesis stays in prison for 13 years. And finally they bring him out and they say, we want to rise you up to a rulership. Can you interpret this dream? Joseph could have said, look at me. I can interpret dreams. But instead he says, I can't do it, but I know a God who can. Much later, he has a disciple of sorts by the name of Daniel who's taken captive to a foreign country. And when he's brought before the king and the king says, I heard that you can interpret dreams. I've heard you're a very wise man. Now, when the king said you're a very wise man, Daniel could have just nodded wisely. He didn't have to say a thing to let all this praise come upon him. But instead, he humbly said, I'm not the one who can interpret dreams, but I know a God in heaven who can. Daniel knew that God was going to use him, but he still pointed to God. Moses knew that God was using him. He still pointed to God. Jesus knew that he was fulfilling the will of God in an incredible way, and he pointed people to the truth of God in that moment. How about you? How about me? In these significant moments of life, who am I going to point people to? Jesus is my example, and he says, point people to God. Look at me or look at God. Let's talk to him. Jesus, first of all, I say to you, I want to humbly accept you as my king. I want to learn from your humility. God in human flesh. And yet you pointed people to the Father. You humbly rode on a donkey. And in these moments of spiritual triumph, you pointed people to God's will and God's direction. Help me to live a humble life. And Jesus, help me in that life to point people to you. Not to take the credit to enjoy the fact that you're at work in my life. Help me to do that today, Jesus. I ask it in your name. Amen.